Thanks for tuning into the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. How's it going? Maybe this is the week we turn our season around, but let's see. I'm really, really excited to get into this week. We got a lot going on, a really crazy week in this fantasy football league. Lots some unexpected results, which I'm very happy to get into. We got a great guest, by the way, our first returning guest of the season. I want to get everyone on, obviously, but um, sometimes um, scheduling or just in general, I don't want to bring someone off after a painful loss. So we'll get we'll get to see more and more people, but our first returning guest, I'm very excited for that. And I just want to get right into this. So let's get right into this. Start with the first game, which is um, Dagan beating Chris, 137 to 83. Chris having a bit of a tough week. Um, and Dagan, though, looks really good right now. He's right now five and four. That's around the play. He's in the playoff hunt, maybe a game back. Look at his team. It's just consistency. Just complete consistency. Her cousins is like the most boring but normal, consistent quarterback we have. Igier has been a great second running back right now, uh, at least this week. Um, Fournette, you know, producing a bit more than normal. And then the wide receivers, Diggs did really well. Again, starting uh, Paris Campbell. I don't understand putting stock in the Colts offense right now. Like, I know he doesn't have much other options with um, Amari Cooper on the bye, and you're already starting uh, Mooney, but like, I don't know. It uh, Paris Campbell's just so hit or miss. But then again, he's scored 130 with Paris Campbell only getting 3.6 points. So maybe it's worth the risk in that sense. Travis Kelsey being the best tight end in the league right now, scoring 20 points. Dagan's team just looks really good, really consistent. And I don't know. He's, he's one of the most dangerous teams out there right now. And with Chris, Chris is right now out of the hunt. He's just trying to pull as many upsets as possible. Tough, tough week, you know. Had some tough um, matchups with Higby scoring zero. Hillard only getting two points. It's just not ideal. Debo, one of his best players right now on the bye. So, I mean, you know, Chris is right now in a tough position. And um, um, I don't know. It's just tough, tough for Chris. I really understand. I've been there. I've had fantasy seasons where just everything goes wrong. Nothing goes right. And it just stinks sometimes and there's nothing you can do about it. And you just look forward to next season. You know, every year can't be your year going on to the next game. One of the most surprising uh, um, games of this week, we have twisted T Higgins versus four downs, not three twisted T Higgins getting the league. I've said this multiple times on this show. I think twisted T Higgins is one of the most dangerous teams out there, despite their record at four and five scoring one twenty two. really off rate week for Ryan. Only scoring 104. One of that being an off week is uh, shows Ryan's team, but you know you you are seeing um, some cracks with Romeo Dobbs. I think he got injured in that game, only scoring two points. I don't love Claypool as a flex, and again, Mario's kind of like uh, been kind of like hit or miss, like really, really hit or really, really miss lately. 
Josh Allen also has an injury, so that can derail um, Ryan's season if he misses any any time. Right now, the running backs, you know, it's a tough week because Kittle's on the bye. Mike Williams is injured. You have Chubb on the bye as well. And when you look at Twisted T. Higgins, um, what's called Mahomes scoring 35 points. Um, Travis Etienne, I, which, uh, which I really wanted Etienne before the draft. And Etienne, now that James Robinson's out of the picture, scoring 26, very dangerous running back. Burrow getting 20. Had some lower scores right here with Moore at four, Devontae Smith at four, Tun- Tunyon at four, I mean five, basically six. But overall, I don't know. Uh, I've Even though Twisted T against four and five, you don't want to go up against him. You just feel like he can beat you no matter what your record is, no matter what your team is right now. Very dangerous team. And you look at Ryan Christensen, still in a great position at six and three. But because of the loss now, we have no, and we're going to get into this later on, we have no teams that have two losses. Every single team has at least three losses. So even a team like the Twisted T Higgins, who are four and five, they're only two games back from first place. And fantasy is a very unpredictable, dangerous thing. You want to have at least a three-point league, the a three-win league to kind of ensure your playoff spots. There's still, you know, there's not as much time left. There's only like five weeks left in the season, but it's getting closer. It is getting closer, and it feels like the teams are all kind of going towards the middle right now. It's fascinating to see. I'm really interested to see if um, Twisted T. Higgins can go on a run and possibly steal a playoff spot from someone. Going on to the next game, um, Snark has had a really, um, turn your head and golf, really, really tough uh, stretch of games. Um losing another one to uh, Nebraska Sky, now five and four. This is just a bad spot to be in right now. And you look at Nebraska Sky, this is a great win for them. They needed to not go to six losses. They're now at 100. They scored 100 points to Snark's 90. And I don't know, you look at Snark's team, it's just worrying right now. Um, It's worrying because, like, you know, Edward Tillier only scored two. P.J. Walker got negative three three points which is just brutal 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 to see when your second quarterback just gets negative points i don't know uh it's it's both these teams are kind of in a tough position and we're at the point where it's like even if you win and you score only 100 that still feels bad because you know you need multiple wins to make the playoffs right now it feels like you need to win every single game coming up and i don't know with both these teams i'm not consistent i'm not I'm not sure they can consistently score 120, and that's what it's going to take to not only make the playoffs but win this league. Um, at Adelia, though, has um, uh, Kyler Murray, who's a great fantasy quarterback, Cooper Cup, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr., which I wasn't expecting, but a fantastic pickup. Mac got around 10 points, which isn't great. It was didn't seem like um, only major player on the bye looks like was Jerry Judy. So they had to start start uh, Marquez Valdez Scanting, who didn't do a great job. I don't know. Adelia definitely could make a run, but I need to just see more from both of these teams if they're going to make the playoffs. They need to score 120 consistently. That's kind of what we're looking for right here. Next game, this was a huge game. LaMarvel Studios, um, another close game. By the way, this is the closest game of the week. LaMarvel Studios, um, eking out these wins, but they got a big, big win here. Now they're 6-3. and three. They're right in the playoff position they want to be. Also taking out a dangerous competitor with Brodney. I mean, Bronny has a great team. 42 points from Justin Fields. All these all these players getting over 10 points. Tyree Kill, 27. I.J. Brown, 15. 
problem is Panthers defense negative six. That's a brutal, brutal start for um, Rodney. And then, um, honestly, if you start any other defense, you probably win this game. But the Panthers defense, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't think about the defense because it's not that important. And maybe you look at the Cincinnati's last week game against Cleveland and it's like, oh, I'm predicting a downward tr- trend. I don't know the, the Panthers defense thing. I, I know it's always um, hindsight's twenty twenty, but that's just a tough, tough start right there. And you look at uh, Gasicki. Gasicki killed me um, when I pray, played uh, Brodney, if I remember correctly, but only getting 1.3. He's just one of those types of tight ends. Allen Pierce, again, the Colts offense, I'm just like, I know I've been, it's been my downfall is the Colts offense. I'm completely out on almost all the Colts offense, especially this week was just brutal, only scoring three points. Uh, but everyone else performed for Brodney's team. But if you just look at... Um, LaMarvel Studios' team. Kenneth Walker, 27 points. Fantastic, fantastic game. James Robinson, 13. Antonio Gibson only getting six, but still kind of solid. Like, LaMarvel Studio has a great running back core. I think uh, McLaurin's a great wide receiver. Olave's a really interesting one. I Let me look at his game log right here, because I am actually interested to see what it is. Yeah, it's consistent. Like, he's getting consistently over 10 points. It's really a great pickup, and Olave's been a great player right now. And with Mark Andrews, that likely has been a good uh, tight end start. Tua has been one of the best uh, fantasy quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers has to be a bit better, but still scoring 13 points, you know? And then with um, Baltimore um, Ravens defense scoring 11 points, that's that's above average. That definitely helps. Very, very close game, and this is a tough loss for Brodney because this is going to put him – it's going to be tough for him to come back from this. And with the Marvel Studios, this is a big win. you got to get – being at three or four wins is a great place to be right now. And then before we get to our guest, our last game, Ferris winning against Justin, 105-76. to Very tough week for Justin. Just had a lot of, you know, Robert Woods, zero points. Um, Coughlin, two points, basically. Duvernay, two points. Um, you know, Dalton only 10 points for the quarterback. It was just Aaron Jones when he, the person you're relying on only getting seven. Um, just a very tough week for Justin. And when you look at Ferris's team, you know, Devontae Adams finally showing up, scoring 36 points. Um, Garrett Wilson scoring 17. Uh, again, having trouble with the quarterbacks with Goff only scoring 11 and not starting a second quarterback. Deion Jones, Jackson only getting six points basically, but outscoring players like Alan Pierce or Paris Campbell. I don't know. Again, that's the Colts offense again. I don't know. Right now, even though this is a great win by Ferris, only scoring 105 is kind of like you need to win every single game right now. If you're four and five, you need to make the playoffs. And to do that, you need to score consistently like around 115. And 105 is a good win, but also, I don't know, it's going to be a tough road for Ferris to make the playoffs right now, especially with some of the holes on his uh, roster. But who knows? You know, Najee Harris was on the bye week, so maybe that will put in the production. Maybe Tony gets going now that he's starting to learn the playbook for the Chiefs, you know. I don't know, it's going to be fascinating to see. I don't understand why Lazard was benched for Justin here. Lazard feels like he should be the number one receiver here. Also seeing Jeff Wilson score 16. Now that we saw him in Miami score around 15 points, I feel now you can feel comfortable starting him, which is really, really nice to see. But I don't know, Justin now, I think six losses kind of put you out of it. I think Justin's now just trying to take everyone down with him, in my opinion. 
But now I'm very excited to get to our guest, um, the manager of Too Hard Too Throbbing. Greg, how are you doing? Let's go. Returning guest. Let's get it. Returning. Absolutely. Big yeah, win. This is a great, great new, win for you, new, by the way. New, uh, new thing on a new channel. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, great win here. Um, huge win. Huge win. I needed this. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, being able to go to six and three versus five and four, because we got a lot of people in the five and four, four and five range, being yeah. able to be comfortably at six and three. How does that feel right now? Great, great. Look, I needed this win. Uh, I, you know, every win at this point is crucial, but also I did not want to slip down to four losses. And then my, you know, from week 10 to week 14, I've got turn your head in golf with Rob Clark. I got you by week after that. I've got, uh, Rodney, the long uh, reach hurricanes after that, Dagan's team, Vermont Mooses, and then I finished it up with AJ's team, Twisted T. Higgins. So that could easily, I'm, I was already on the bubble as far as a three and four seed in the playoffs. Absolutely. Um, I needed these wins. You know, I need to stack up these wins because I could be easily out of the playoffs at the end. Absolutely. And uh, taking down the other um, six and two team before this week, now yeah. six and three, Columbia lunch break hot take crew. You live very. This was a closer game, not as close as the Levar Marvel Studios versus uh, Long Reach Hurricanes, but overall, just very close game. Uh, were you keeping track of this game while you were watching football? Like, was oh yeah, for sure. I was definitely peeking in, worried. I mean, at one point, I looked up and it was, I was up a, a, a I don't remember how much I was up, but I saw Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson still to go Sunday night football and then Monday night. And I was like, I have Alan Kamara, but I don't, you know, the Saints offense and the whole vibe over there. I have no idea what's going on over there. So I was like, man, Derrick Henry could go off and he, and he scored like two touchdowns in the first half. So I was like, Oh, here we go. And then I was thinking, man, it's going to come down to Lamar versus Kamara. And whew, I'd rather have the QB that runs in that situation. Absolutely. And looking at your team right now, like um, I love your running back situation right now with Sanders and Jacobs, like both not like big, big names, but they do. Jacobs has been a really consistent producer the last couple of weeks. And Sanders has been one of those uh, running backs that I feel like has always been a better real life player, player than fantasy player. But now he's finally getting that fantasy like scoring. Um, you, you have a great quarterback situation with Gino Herbert, but also Daniel Jones when you need to start him. How, like um, the one place that worries me is the wide receivers. Why now, even though Waddle's a great wide receiver, mm -hmm. uh, Godwin as your second wide receiver, the Tampa Bay offense is kind of worrying. Oh, you also yeah. have Kamara running back, which is a great, great running back to have. He's been able to, like when he goes off and I think he had like a four, like a 30 point. Yeah. 40 point game last week. Yeah. Uh, 23, 18, 17 had a rough start to the season, but like now he's getting going. How are, you, how are you feeling about the state of your team right now? I'm at that point where I'm looking towards the end and and deciding what is better for my team. Do I start consolidating and make a big push into some kind of direction, maybe consolidate and get another one stud running back, maybe, you know, sure up my, you know, wide receiver too. I got to look at the other teams who are struggling right now and see who I can go to look at as far as upgrading my team. But I'm, I'm just at that point where do I swing and miss, like take a big swing and say, let me load up with power. Let me go Thanos style, get all the, the infinity stones and just make that final push. Or do I just keep rolling the way I am and just kind of mix match all the way out. And I I'm trending towards loading up 
and consolidating some of this talent and trying to get something. But it just it's, it's scary, you know, when you're doing when you're at the end with the, in the playoffs and you're like, man, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's no it feels like there's no room for error. in this Yeah, league. it really does. Like, it feels like you lose to anyone at any time. And I don't know, like, um, uh, let's call it. It was a rough week for um, lunch break cock take with um, a Thank lot God. of players underperforming. <laughs> Drake London, only three. Caleb Huntley, only three. Uh, just both Atlanta players not doing as well. Brian Robinson Jr. six points. Um, and and but you look at the future now that they have Cordell Cordell Patterson back, and now they know they can start him consistently because once a player comes off injury, you never know what you're getting out of them. Yeah. So they're still in a great position, but also there are moments and they can didn't start a quarterback because Jimmy G was on the bye. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get that quarterback in the offensive player. You're going to get Cordell Patterson probably back in the starting lineup. Um, that'll all probably help and will push you at over the edge. But as this, it really does feel like you could lose any game. And even though it's the end of the season, it really does feel tight and like, oh, no one's safe, even if you have six and three. Uh, yeah, like you said, I think Ryan Christensen team, uh, the lunch break hot take team, still in an upper tier, probably past me. Um, like you said, mentioned AJ, uh, AJ's team, Twisted T Higgins. I think that team is still very dangerous and still probably possibly at me. So I'm staring at possibly a fourth, fifth, you know, somewhere in that range. So that's why I'm also thinking about, you know, hey, I'm going to need to take a swing. Absolutely. But if overall, I all, if I want to come in third or fourth place or fifth place and be happy, yeah, probably keep going the way I am. But if I want to win it all, I think I got to take a swing. It's going to be interesting. It's always interesting because like, um, what I feel like always what happens with fantasy, you think there's going to be all these trades that, yeah. oh, we're going to trade all these players in and you can make a push like that. But sometimes what happens is people get too invested to their teams. Yeah. When a player does good on your team, psychologically, you don't want to trade that player away because you're like, I drafted this player. I was right about this player. I don't want to give this player up. Selling high is one of the hardest things to do in fantasy because you, you are the person who – was proven right. I think a great example of this was last year with Mike Williams. Mike Williams scored like 25, 25, 30 points for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, if so, you wanted to trade for Mike Williams, the cost was astronomical. And most people wouldn't have traded him because he looked like he was going to be a number one fantasy receiver. Yeah. But then the rest of the season, he does absolutely nothing. Yeah. And he just stocks just completely plummet. And probably loses you some games because you're starting him every week thinking he's going to score like 25. And I think that's why that's why I think we haven't had any trades this season. I've actually offered a couple of trades. I haven't been able to get any any traction with people. Um, and like it's tough because to get a difference maker, you're going to have to give up a player you probably like. Uh, I remember I was having this talk with Ryan Christensen um, a bit ago, but like he was talking about trading for a wide receiver because um, one of his big wide receivers got injured. I'm just going to double check which one it was. Um, I think it was, um, I'm not remembering, but um, it might've been Michael Thomas. No, something else, but uh, he was looking to trade for a big wide receiver and um um, and what happened was I was like, okay, you want to trade for a number one wide receiver. That's fine. But to give up a number one wide receiver, you're going to need to, to give up either like a Nick Chubb or, um, oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong team. It was, 
Um, it was Mike Williams that got injured. Mike Williams. I was looking at the wrong team. But if you want to give up a number one, number one wide receiver, you're going to probably have to give up your maybe quarterback with Josh Allen or Nick Chubb. And honestly, if he did that trade with Josh Allen, um, he would be in a good position still because Allen got injured and you would have the number one wide receiver. But it's t- always tough to be like, this is person has won me the games. This person that I was right on, he's won me so many games. There's an attachment to this player. It's very, I don't know, I, just because of that, it's very tough to trade. I apologize for the tangent to the viewers. No, it's all about value, how you value. Not only your emotional connection to that player maybe equates to a higher value or a value that's not really there for you, but also yeah. the person you're trying to trade with has to assess that value and how they view that value. And then you got to meet somewhere in the middle because obviously you, you both want to win the trade. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're both trying to get the trying to get the best. So it has to be somewhere in the middle, and that's yeah. a hard place to reach sometimes. Absolutely. And the w- way I th- I try and do that is I just try and be as straightforward as possible. Like, yeah. Um. I I will say openly on this video that it for my team, and we'll I'll go to my game right now, which my team had a very good week. I love Gabe Dave. He's on the market. You want if you want Gabe Dave, um, I'm more than happy to to listen to offers to him right now. I've got a lot of wide receivers. And he, I love him, and he can score 30 points, and he can win me games, but he's also very boomer bust. Mm-hmm. And, but I think he really is a great wide receiver too, especially in an offense that's booming. His value is now a lot lower because of the Josh Allen injury. Yeah. We look at this game, by the way. It, it's, just, it's just infuriating sometimes fantasy because it's like I scored 160 points the week where I'm playing the person who has all the Cowboys and the Cowboys are all on buys. Like this, was a, this was a game I was winning. I wasn't losing yeah. this game. Even though last week I was like, oh, I might lose. I'm sure I'll find a little. There, there's no part of me that believes I was losing this game. And this is the game yeah. where I'm, this is the week where my team's like, you know what? This is the week we got to score 160. This is the week uh, Joe Mixon scores 60 points, oh, basically 55 points. It's a, <laughs> uh, you know what? Crazy. If this is the turning point for my season, fantastic. I'm more than happy to like crawl my way back to at least being in the playoff hunt. I don't think I'm making the playoffs, but I want to. took some brutal losses, right? But I, this is, you know, th- this is a good confidence boost where I'm like, I know I can beat um, anyone on my best day. I scored yeah. the highest point total. I know my team can beat anyone on their best day. I really love my team in a lot of ways. I love Curtis Samuel. I don't have a second quarterback, but you know what? Hey, Zay Jones is carrying it down with nine points. I'm kind of fine with that, scoring the same amount basically as Mac Jones. I wanted to see if there was anything with the indie quarterback. The answer is there is not. There's not anything. <laughs> But I don't know. Um, Caleb, this was a tough week for him because he uh, he goes down the four and five, and this was just a tough game to win because, as he said last week, he knew he wasn't winning because all his Cowboys were on buys. Yeah. Like, that's four starters that – or at least three starters and one binge starter that you just and then J- Jamar play. Chase is hurt. Jamar Chase was hurt. Just brutal. Also, Latavius Murray would have also been a good probably start. Also, on, mm-hmm. it's just been a brutal – it's brutal. And even with that, like the the, mo- the moment you know you have to start Isaiah Pacheco, yeah, that's just brutal in my opinion. Just completely brutal. That's when you're like, I'm not winning this week. It's just not happening. Um, I don't know. There's not much to say about this game. Uh, I'm kind of worried because I have Mixon on the bye next week, and overall, I don't love my second running back situation. I love Mixon and Barkley, but overall, my third running back is either Henderson or Hines, and both of them I do not feel comfortable starting. Again, Gabe Dave is so hit or miss. And if Josh Allen isn't playing, I don't know if there's any point starting him. And um, 
I love Curtis Samuel and I love Zay Jones, um, but they consistently score around 10 points. Um, Curtis Samuel or sometimes a bit more than that if he scores a touchdown. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see um, next week how it works out, but um, I I don't think you think you have like one one more loss in you and you can still make it or you have to go undefeated, you think? That's a good question. That's a good question. I think you got got one loss still. I think it's possible. I think it depends because right now, if we let's go to the standings right now, as we answer that question, if we look at the standings right now, the question is, do you believe there's right now four teams with three losses? Do you believe two of those teams are going to lose three games? And my answer actually is I don't think, I don't think so. You look at the four teams right now, Columbia, lunch break, hot take, Ryan Christensen's four downs, not three, your team, two are two, uh, two throbbing and the Marvel studios for a six win team. I mean, a six loss team to make it. You, you have to assume that they're losing three of the next five weeks. And I think there's only five weeks left in the season. Yeah. And that's just, I don't, I don't think you can account for that. It's possible, mm-hmm. but that's just something I think you have to, I don't think you have a, I don't know. It's possible. I don't, but also the win out of fantasy is so absurd. It's why I think like when you look at the five lost teams, the highest you have is um, Brodney with 33%. Um, because it's like, you basically have to win out probably and winning out in fantasy, even if you have a fantastic team, yeah, I think Bronny has an absolutely fantastic team. I think Twisted T Higgins does. I even think my team I really like, despite we all are four and five in this competitive league, despite yeah. all that. I don't know. I don't think six losses can do it, sadly. I, it's possible. If it does, great. I would love for that to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. You know, what do you think, Greg? Do you think six losses do it? Does it? I don't know about six losses. Um, yeah, you, you might be looking on the outside looking in. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, definitely look at someone like Rob Clark and Dagan as better in better situations going forward. Absolutely. Oh man, it's tough, man. I mean, Ryan Christensen may have lost Josh Allen. We'd have no idea how long he'll be out. And that's a major blow. It is. So absolutely. Like right now, these four teams are, looks clearly like the teams that will make the playoffs right now because of that i can see dagan sneaking in honestly uh rob clark is kind of tough after um i think he's on a three loss streak uh yeah that's correct a three loss streak and it hasn't been pretty it hasn't been like pretty losses either he has been struggling to score over 100 did he lose somebody or something huh what was that did he lose somebody um, I don't think he lost someone. I think he won a lot of close games oh, okay. where he was scoring like 190 or something. I'll double check, but um, see, no, his whole team's basically intact right now. Oh, okay. Um, but going back, um, I, I don't know. Right now, I think right now there's only four playoff spots. I think right now, the major hunt is um between the four, six, and three teams and Dagan. And I think everyone else is on the outside looking in, hoping for stuff to break their way, hoping for the, for these either six and three teams to just like have a bad losing streak. Maybe Josh Allen is the camel that breaks the back for Ryan. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see if he's even, I don't even, I don't know how bad the injury is. Honestly, I haven't checked the article yet. I know they're checking for like a, you, uh, you I forget like a shoulder injury. I think it was, yeah. but I don't know. But honestly going on the next week, let's look on the next week. I've got Nebraska Sky. Um, now that I got my confidence back, I do think this is going to be a win for me. 
Um, I think Nebraska's guy is a team that can beat me with Cooper Cup, uh, Kyler Murray, both very dangerous players. But I trust um, my team to score over 115, I think. I think I'm going to score in the 120 range or at worst around 100. And Nebraska's guy has struggled to get there. So I think I'm fine there. Uh, LaMarvel Studios versus Ferris. This is one of those games where I'm like, Ferris could absolutely win this game. And if we're looking for... Um, Upset uh, watch. I don't know. We're, if we're looking for a 6-3 and three team to fall out, I mean, mm. I don't know. We'll see. I but... thought he was going to lose that last game, LaMarvel Studios. <laughs> he pulled that one out. He's his last three games. Um, I don't know if we can like look at specific teams. But if we look at his last three games... Um, one by six points, beat me by 0. 0.7 points, <laughs> and then um, I think the last, uh, and then and then lost to Justin by 20 points. It's been like a, cl- it's been six and three, but it's in, been more of like the closer side of six and three. Mm-hmm. I think Ferris has been consistently scoring a lot of points, and I think Ferris absolutely has a shot to win this game. But it's going to be fascinating to see. Um. I don't know. It's going. This is going to be a close one. This is this is um, one of those ones where listen, the Marvel Studio has error. He can lose this game and still make the playoffs. Ferris doesn't. Mm. So it will be. I always love the games where it's a team that is the top at the top right now versus a team that cannot lose. It's always like, okay, this is it. If you lose, you're out. And those games always fascinate me because I'm like, okay, is the top team going to cement themselves at the top or is um, the team going to continue the fight and be able to um, stay in the playoff hunt. It's going to be fascinating to see. Yeah. Um, this might be my uh, most interesting game of the week, even though it's two, four, and five teams, but just because if you lose, you're out, basically. Mm-hmm. Caleb versus Brodney, whoever loses, it feels like they're done. And with Brodney's team, Brodney's team just seems so dangerous. With Tyree Kill and Christian McCaffrey and Justin Fields, like it just seems weird that they're four and five and they're not. Fields is getting hot, but Caleb has been on fire. The only week he lost the last couple of weeks was the one where the Cowboys were on a bye. So I can absolutely see Caleb pulling it out. It's going. To, this is. I want. To, I'm really interested to see this game. Wow, who's who's a? They have another quarterback. Um, Brodney. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I th- I think it was Wilson, which is not fantastic. Oh, that was tough. Yeah. Um, Wilson. I think on a bye, was on a bye week, so that's why he wasn't starting last week. I think you have to start if Wilson him. was clicking and then Justin Fields start getting hot right now. Oh yeah, that would be a very dangerous thing. Brutal. I mean, what's it called you? You move Michael Carter probably to the bench. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who you're starting over him. You might have to add someone for sure there. Also, Brandon Ayuk was on the bye last week, which was tough for Bronny. Being able to start Ayuk instead of Pierce, possibly put Wilson in, and honestly, he's at the point where he doesn't even need to start Amran. Amran. Um, I, this name always comes me. Wrong. Same Brown. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'm on raw. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to like Bronny versus Caleb is going to be a fascinating matchup. Um, and then your game, two R two throbbing versus turn your head and golf. How are you feeling going into, into this week? Look, I need at least, I need at least three wins. I need four wins to guarantee me probably to get in. So every every, I got five games left. And Absolutely. this is the one of the ones. I mean, this whole schedule is brutal, but this Absolutely. is definitely another big one that was just right after this other big one. So I'm always worried. I'll figure it out uh, a little bit. Um, Got to look into making trades, possibly. But you know, like I said, like making a trade before your game is kind of brutal. 
same mm-hmm. time. Yep. I oh, get that. I just hope I get this win because it's going to be another tough one, man. I, I think if you get this win, you're in a fantastic position. I think you're actually in one of the best positions in the league right now, even with that tough schedule. But even with that tough schedule, that's a lot of four and five teams. I think Snark has been had has has had a lot of trouble scoring around 110 points he's been in a lot of low scoring like slugfests and Mm -hmm. your team the one consistent thing about it is they've been high scoring every single week so i think this is a fantastic matchup for you i think you could absolutely go to seven and three after this week and that's a great place to be playoff wise but um going on to the next this one's fascinating we have the two six and three teams facing off this is where you just put your popcorn up and like two top teams the two of the top teams i thought would be at the finals I mean, this might be the finals. It absolutely yeah. might just be a preview of the finals. Really, the make or break is Josh Allen playing. Is Josh Allen right now? He's projected to start, I think, and he's still. But if he's not playing, this is going to be brutal for Ryan having a unexpected loss last week, and now going into this week, going up against a uh, lunch break hot take, uh, another six and three team. I mean, th- th- this is um, this is tough for Ryan. Um, if we if Ryan doesn't make the playoffs, we can turn the week nine as the turning point for sure. I think this is going to be one of those games that's going to be fascinating to watch. And again, we're not going to have a lot of three win teams after this week because one's going to drop off. There's going to be at least one four win team that's making the playoffs because of this. So Oof. that at least gives hope to people like Dagan, even like me who has five losses. Um, but Dagan has hope now that like, well, if I continue winning. I'm going to be at least tied for a playoff spot, the last playoff spot. Damn, it's getting it's getting to the end, man. This is the it's end. It's getting to the end. It's, it, it, getting, it's getting the storylines are forming. Everything's you know, it's make it's who got the breaks now. Absolutely, you may have got breaks earlier in the season, but can you get them at the end? I know it's been a very competitive league. It feels like almost anyone can win, and yeah. it feels like. Um, no, like we still have a large, I think a really large playoff bubble, despite there only being four teams making the playoffs. I think there's a lot of four and five teams that still oh, think yeah. they can sneak their way in. For example, Twisted T Higgins, four and five, but he's playing Chris. And I just said how anyone can win, but it's very mm-hmm. likely that Twisted T Higgins goes on the five and five. He's been on a complete hot streak. I don't know. It's it, it's going to be fascinating to see. I think out of all the four and five teams, Twisted T Higgins is the most dangerous one. It's the one that I'm the most scared of. And I was very lucky to get a win week one against Twisted T Higgins, and I had to score 160 to do it, basically. Very scary going on there. And then the last game, I'll quickly just touch on it. Dagan in a great position because one of those six and three teams are going to be six and four, and he's going up against Justin. This isn't a must win for Dagan, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Going to six and four, having that comfortability, being tied for a playoff spot, and you got to win your games against the teams with six losses right now. You can't let a six or seven loss team kind of steal one from you because every game is so important and it's going to matter in the playoff positioning. Like I just, I don't, I can't imagine what will happen if I lose to like a Justin or a Chris and that cost me a playoff spot. It would not because they have bad teams, but just because you're like, this is a game you're supposed to win. Wookie just- nookies, man, that team. I feel like that team's going to cause some, some havoc for some people. It's <laughs> <laughs> just it, going to sneak people. It's Justin yeah. Hambone just, I just feel it. <laughs> I hope not because I'm playing them the last week. I'm playing them the last <laughs> week and I'm hoping that like, but I don't know. It's, it is definitely scary because um, some weirdly enough, the games that you can lose 
are always the scare are always not as scary as the team games you shouldn't lose because when you lose those games, it's just so brutal on your mindset. But in such a close race right now, every game matters. I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see. But um, you know, I'm rooting for Justin. I want there to be a five win team in the playoffs, and you know, as m- many wins as Justin can get, um, it's not he's not going to get. Uh, I mean, a five loss team, and he's not going to. He's not going to get the five losses. I'm at five losses. I just need to hope for all the teams above me to lose. And I'll ask you about that, Greg. How, when you're looking at other people's scores, do you have like rooting interests where you're like, man, I really hope this team can pull it out? Man, oh yeah, hope- like last week, for instance, I was hoping the Marvel Studios lost. Mm-hmm. It looked like he went, he was gonna maybe get a, a loss. I'm looking at Ryan Christensen. He keeps saying that he was gonna lose. So I was like, all right, that's good. <laughs> just keep <laughs> knocking people in front of me. Keep some people off my back too. At the same time, let me get in a better situation because I feel like I'm on that bubble, that three four kind of bubble right there, where I could definitely hit us the wrong injury or something not go right, or just people get hot. I could definitely be out of the playoffs. So, absolutely, I'm I definitely I think- <laughs> for everybody's downfall. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely what helps right now is there's not a lot of four lost teams there's a lot of five lost teams but there's not a lot of four lost teams the only two four lost teams are dagan and snark there's no other four lost teams and honestly i don't believe in rob clark i don't believe in his team i could be perfectly completely wrong i think i i think right now the four lost team that's the most dangerous is absolutely dagan but right now i it's going to be fascinating to see you know Shout out snark we're gonna go at it this t- this week. I'm not. I'm not talking anything about you, man. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You don't want to jinx it. I. No, I think no. I've lost <laughs> half my games jinxing it, more yeah, than half at least. Just the karma of being. I've never been, and this is more of. I've never been like a trash talk type of guy. But I'm like, you know what? This season, I'm in doing this fancy football league for the Patreon I'm on the channel. I'm going to be on the show. Let me just be entertaining and trash talk as much as I can. And it <laughs> blew up in my face almost immediately. So I promise you this will never happen again. I'm never <laughs> trash talking about anything again. We'll see how it goes. I can. I, I think I'm going to be Adelia. But honestly, Adelia is a dangerous team. I don't know if I'm going to win. It's going to be fascinating to see. Greg, do you have anything you want to plug? Man, I just want to always thank LGR for having me, man. Just a great, great um, platform. Great, great people. Great. I mean, go subscribe to everything. Join the Patreon. I mean, the Patreon has been amazing for me. Uh, it's helped me through some hard times. It's it's uplifted me. I met all people like Josh and all the great people. So I'm, you know, always grateful to that. Um, go check my uh, YouTube channel. I cover the Spurs, San Antonio Spurs NBA. It's Spurs versus everybody. It's on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So, I mean, Spurs are having a good season, or at least the beginning of it, right? They started four and four. I mean, five and three, and then they hit a four-game losing streak. So, oh, okay. So we're about, you know, it, it was optimistic in the beginning, like, oh, you know, we're gonna be, a, we're picked to be one of the bottom three teams in the league, probably one or two. And so that five-game winning streak, five and three, starting off, and then some of them was were the injuries. So we're like, maybe we should be like seven and one, six and two, even better. So. And uh, unfortunately, four game losing streak. Because, um, sorry to interrupt. I will ask about this quickly because how is it to covering and rooting for a team that honestly probably should be taking tanking, who should be going for Victor? You have this once in a lifetime prospect in this upcoming draft. 
like how do you look at the season as a Spurs fan and in, in, in co- co- covering the Spurs? Um, are you kind of almost hoping that you can lose and tank and get your next Tim Duncan in a way? Man, it's really tough because, I mean, you've seen the history of number one picks and then you see the history of big man his size, you know, possibly not staying healthy, you know, for his career or battling injuries. And then you see tanking as a whole, you know, you have to get really fortunate and lucky and a lot of things bounce your way. Uh, initially, I was all, you know, I was under the impression the team was not going to be good. It was going to struggle a lot. Um, I was like, give me as much talent as I can. Make it easier on my GM to draft somebody versus them have to figure out somewhere between pick nine, the 15 range to get some talent. So I was definitely and then Victor Wembiamba is supposed to be, you know, every bit of a prospect that LeBron James was. And obviously it's hyperbole and everybody, you know, gets excited. But I mean, you look at the guy, seven, four, seven, five, eight foot wingspan. I mean, he looks like a big KD, you know, a bigger version of KD with probably Rudy Gobert's defense. I mean, that that's a prospect that you would definitely like to t- and, and our history with big man, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, obviously the lineage right amount, you know, goes right in. And we've been a, a, a fan base that's used to winning. So it's really hard. Um, a lot of people don't like the idea of tanking. A lot of people like the idea of, Hey, let's just keep building. Let's, you know, bring in star player. Let's trade for somebody. Let's do something other than just losing on purpose. You know, the 50th anniversary of the Spurs is this, this year they're celebrating. Why do you want to go out with a lose, you know, a loser Popovich is here. You want him to go out a loser. I mean, it, it's a definitely a delicate thing in the fan base and it goes, it's daily fighting and fighting on all social media about the idea of tanking on purpose and losing. And, but I'm always like, Hey man, I I we need that talent. We need that talent if we want to get back to the days of being the best franchise in, in any sports. You know, twenty two consecutive years of the playoffs. You know, multiple rings, Hall of Famers. You know, Tim Duncan probably arguably top ten easily. Some people would say top five. Um, I mean, if you want to return to the glory days, someone like Victor Wembanyama or even Scoot Henderson, the number two overall pick is somewhere that could uplift the Spurs into, you know, a, a higher ceiling for their team. Absolutely. And uh, just that's just a preview of the content and the analysis you could get from Greg's YouTube channel. So please go check it out. Again, remind me what the name of the channel is. Uh, Spurs versus everybody. Absolutely. So go check out Spurs versus everyone. Very insightful stuff. Um, and as for us, Please subscribe, like, comment, do what you can. Join the Patreon if you want. But all, but you know, any support we really appreciate it. I we got a new channel coming up with the new sports channel. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for our for to kind of move have this uh, series move onto that channel. I'm excited for that channel to kind of take off, and I'm excited for the main channel to the stick the core of what made LGR what it is and you will get all the same content as before we're just moving our sports stuff to that new channel so go subscribe to the sports channel also go subscribe to this channel um the main channel that is and soon you will be seeing the show on the main on the sports channel so make sure if you like the show and you like to listen to this show and you like to talk me do see me doom about my team in fantasy football um Go make sure you subscribe to the sports channel and you you get ready for that content to be moved over there.
but the thank you so much amazing. all for watching the people that host the shows the people behind the scenes are amazing the everything the merch is great you've got you know you once you join the discord you have amazing time meeting everybody at different events different things going on it's an amazing amazing uh situation they got going on so definitely Absolutely. definitely join Absolutely. We're trying to give you the best content and the best um, uh, perks we can here at LGR. And that's what we're trying to do. So thank you guys all so much for watching. Uh, we will see you next week. And let's see. Who knows? Maybe I will still be in the playoff hunt. Maybe th this will be the funeral of my season next week. I'm excited either way to talk to you about it with you guys. And we'll always have a great guest, no matter who it is. So I will see you all next week. Mm -hmm.